Hey, I'm Amy Atkinson, and it wasn't all that long ago that I lacked the confidence to focus on growing my online business. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and you'll see the business I have today. This podcast gives you all the tried and tested ways to grow your business through social media and digital marketing. You'll hear all my home truths and challenges, but also how to navigate them. It's time to get you seen, so let's get started. How many times have you gone to record yourself on camera or even just take a photo and stopped because your hair is not right or your makeup needs a touch up? Ultimately, this comes down to us being confident in ourselves and realizing that yes, there are people out there that judge, but also there are a hell of a lot more people who are just interested in what you have to say. Those haters and judgy people are so few and far between, and yet yet they are the ones that seem to put a hold on everything we do. Now, I'm not a confidence coach and I can't help you with developing your mindset because it's not my bag. But some books I highly recommend to help you are Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers and Daring Greatly by Brené Brown. Both of those books are brilliant at helping with you, helping you with those things. But what I can help you with, though, is the steps that I use to be more confident on camera whether I'm recording something for my members, recording an online program, presenting one of my free workshops or doing a coaching or training. And nowadays, we are on camera loads, whether it's for meetings or our social media, we need to really bring our energy A game to the table. Otherwise, it's so easy to come across boring and uninspiring. But let's face it, who's going to buy from you, your products or your idea if that's the way you come across? So the first thing I do to feel confident on camera is to tidy up my background. It doesn't have to be a perfect background, but it does have to be tidy. And sometimes if you can't find the perfect background, that's okay. Don't get me wrong, though. If you are in your office or your usual place of work, I really consider what my background looks like and you should too so if you don't have an office and you work in your bedroom or your dining room that is absolutely fine but what you could do is buy a panelled screen to hide all your crap (laughs) one thing I just want to add in here though is that there are a hundred percent exceptions to this rule If you are creating a live or you're on your stories, these can be much more chilled and real. So people do want to see the real you. And it's only if you've got a meeting or a pre-recorded video that I would recommend the tidying up situation. Okay, so the next thing is if I feel a bit low, meh, or just basically I can't be asked, I do a little dance. Sounds like the most ridiculous idea, but I know when you dance, you feel like, and when you dance and you feel like a complete loon, it basically gets rid of the stress hormone cortisol, so you feel much more ready and raring to go. The other thing you can do to help prep yourself, although I don't do it often, is the old power pose. So it's basically where you stand with your hands on your hips, your chest out, your chin up, and you say some words of affirmations to yourself. So you could be saying, I am so excited to record this video. I am capable to record this video. I am loved on camera. 
whatever the things that are that are bothering you, turn them into affirmations and get into your power pose and say them out loud. And if you don't know how to come up with your affirmations or create your affirmations, head to episode 20, where I'm having a chat with expert Amanda O'Rourke as we talk about affirmations in there and how to create them. Okay, so my next piece of advice is to 110% be your true authentic self. Your audience will absolutely love you. And when I first started out in business, I thought I had to be corporate. I thought I had to be formal. I thought I had to be really quite serious. But the truth is, I couldn't be further from that if I tried. I'm really silly. I swear a lot, although I really shouldn't because I now have a child. (laughs) I don't want her first word to be a bad word. But the fact is, I'm really, really informal. I'm very caring. I'm super generous. And that is something I felt I actually shouldn't be. I thought I had to be really hard nosed to be successful. But it's just not true. People buy you for yourself. They buy your products and your services for who you are, not this alter ego, stiff or weirdo version of you. Okay, so then the next thing I do is to write a script. Some people say to have a plan as opposed to a script, but I write scripts because it's my way of practicing. So when I'm literally typing it out, that is my way of practicing. I also often use a a teleprompter, need to get my words out, or highlight my script to highlight the important things I need to be talking about. But one watch out is when you're reading a script, it can come across seriously boring unless you're practiced with actually reading a script. So if you aren't used to reading scripts, you need to practice adding in tone, high pitch, low pitch, speeding up your words or talking more slowly where relevant. Basically, you don't want to be sounding like you're reading. And I hope you can't tell that I'm reading my script right now because I am. Um, So if you aren't good with scripts or you feel like you'd get lost, then have a plan or bullet points instead because it will come across more relaxed and the real you. Either way, it will help you not sound boring. It will help you to be more confident as you know what you're saying and it will allow the real you to shine through. The next thing to say is it is okay if you mess up. Literally yesterday... (laughs) I was presenting and pitching my latest membership to a group of people. I was on video, all eyes were on me, and my background literally creaked and fell backwards. So you know earlier on I was talking about getting a panel to cover up your crap behind you? Well, my panel fell backwards. It showed all of my kids' toys. It literally caused chaos. But it is okay. I just laughed, laughed it off and carried on. But when I speak, I'm quite animated. So in all my excitement, I basically knocked my chair, which knocked into my backdrop, and then it fell back. It was a total F up, but actually I just laughed it off and carried on. And it's so important to carry on and be okay with those little mess ups. Most of the time people won't even notice, only you will. And if they do, because it was quite obvious, like in my case, then just smile, laugh if you want to, say whoops or whatever what is real for you in that situation and carry on. People will laugh with you and actually they'll like you more for it. 
So I did just mention that I'm quite animated when I speak. And again, this is okay as long as it's controlled. So sometimes I can get a bit too hands happy, like my hands are going all over the place and it is quite distracting to your audience. So if you know you're a bit armsy or a bit hand happy kind of character, then hold a pen so you're restricted a little bit. Some people say sit on your hands, but personally, I feel that would restrict you too much, knowing how much of a handsy, crazy person I am. And you might come across stiff and awkward because you aren't able to let loose in your normal way. So one way to help you um, do this and actually notice yourself doing it is to record yourself speaking. And I appreciate we don't always have time to practice beforehand. So even if you're doing a live on social, watch it back. Check out what you do that you could improve on and each time try to improve just one thing, literally one thing. Make sure it is only one thing because otherwise you'll be focused on all of those things that you need to improve and then you're not really concentrating on what you're actually saying and delivering to people and um, you'll probably go stiff and awkward and weird again so do one thing at a time baby steps and just practice over time and you will get there lastly my tip is to look directly at the camera and not at your face on the screen so just like in real life you need to maintain eye contact with people because it indicates you're confident and you will straight away command people's attention. So imagine the camera is your, your friend or your client and you're having a normal conversation with them. They're not your boss, they're not a funeral director and they're not your nan. So when you think of the camera as your friend, you will straight away smile, you will relax and you will come across so much better. So they are all my tips and I just wanted to summarize all of those to help you. So number one is tidy up your background. Number two is do a little dance if you feel a bit met or say some affirmations. Number three is be yourself. Number four is write a script or have notes. Number five is messing up is okay. Number six is control your crazy hand gestures. You can imagine me right now literally chucking my hands around. And number seven is look at the camera and not at yourself.